This episode is sponsored by Honey. Folks, we are still basically just in week one of what is essentially volunteer quarantine, self-isolation, and social distancing, and Americans are already losing their goddamn minds. Now, before we get into the stories that we've been gathering just over the past weekend about our collective reaction to this pandemic, let's get started with the latest news, which was breaking as we were writing this episode. And this is going to be a common trend with this show, the fact that while writing, we get new things that are bigger than the things we're writing about. It we have all to stop. keeps happening. Yeah, it's taken forever to write episodes right now. So on Monday of this week, President Trump held yet another press conference in which his team laid out new, far more restrictive guidelines for a population of people who were already frustrated and lackadaisical regarding the precautions they were already supposed to be taking. And by now, we're sure that you've heard about the whole flattening the curve thing. Basically, we're self-isolating in an attempt to hinder the spread of the virus so that it doesn't spike and continue to spread like wildfire. Mm -hmm. we, there's only a certain number of respirators and hospital beds, yes. and you don't want the number of cases exceeding that number. You want them spread out over a longer period of time. Mm -hmm. Watch John Oliver. Anyway, in the Monday press conference, Trump admitted that these new guidelines would likely extend uh, well into the summer months, and yeah. that we can expect our daily lives to be altered, at least in some way, until July or August. Yeah. So, at one point, get comfy. one of the officials was like, I really hope that we can start next year's school season on time. And it's just like, wow. One weekend of this was rough for anyone who's not used to it. This is yeah. going to be bad. But again, I mean, Trump, he was, he was underplaying the whole thing before. And now it sounds like he might be overplaying it because Dr. Fauci, the one guy in the entire government who actually knows what the fuck he's talking about, yeah. he immediately afterward, he's like, okay, the summer thing, that's like pretty bad worst case scenario. It, May not happen. Just, you know, be prepared. Well, that's the thing is he has nothing left to lose. The, the stock market, the 10 of the biggest drops of all time happened. Uh, all yeah. of the gains. The entire Trump presidency. Wiped out. Gone. So now it's in his best interest to kind of overreact. And I still don't even think it's that much of an overreaction. It's just getting on par with where we should be at this oh, point. The best reaction in this case is an overreaction. Yeah, uh, like the perfect example is Italy. Every, like Italy, the deaths are spiking right now because the length of time between getting the virus and dying for people that are have su suppressed immune systems or are the elderly is around two weeks. And two weeks ago, there's plenty of tweets going around where people in Italy are like, everything's still normal here in Italy. We, Don't be worried about coming here and visiting. We love our tourists. We're not going to let a little disease get in the way of our wine and our cheese. And then two weeks later, uh, yes, catastrophic. Also, uh, a warning out there. If you see people singing on balconies, uh, there's a lot of memes going around with people adding different songs to it. And they are literally fooling actual artists into thinking that Italians are singing their songs on it's balconies. pretty funny. That's a good funny thing to make out of the situation. It's funny. Well, anyways, while the president is not currently considering a nationwide mandatory lockdown, the guidance that they've laid out essentially does just that, except it's almost entirely voluntary or it'll be left up to the state and local governments. At the very least, the entire country has been instructed to avoid all gatherings of 10 or more people for at least the next two weeks and to avoid discretionary travel. With one of the leads of the White House's coronavirus task force, the previously mentioned Dr. Anthony Fauci, stating that, while some people may perceive the new coronavirus guidelines as inconvenient or going too far, they reflect a deteriorating assessment of the containment efforts and should be taken seriously. Quote, it isn't an overreaction. So what about all the states that are supposed to be voting tomorrow in Super Tuesday Part 3? Hmm? Well, currently, and again, this will almost certainly change 
maybe even by the time this video goes up. Yeah. But at the time we filmed this, only Ohio had made a public statement confirming they would be postponing their primary election day. Uh, no word yet from Illinois or Arizona. Florida's governor, on the other hand, seemed to be pretty adamant that the state would go forward with their elections, stating that, hey, if the state could vote during the Civil War, uh, they could definitely vote through whatever this little flu season is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Arizona seems to, at the very least, be somewhat worried about people casting their votes on Tuesday because um, in a press conference this week, the local election day director from Maricopa County, <laughs> he was trying to lay things out. Yeah, and, he, uh, he went a couple minutes. Yeah, he seemed a little stressed out. And eventually he just literally said, I can't do this and walked away from the podium. Yeah. So um, things seem to be going great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's a fun update that uh, came in as we were writing the video. San Francisco is fucking closed. Shut it down. We are not kidding. The entire city is going under a mandatory 24-hour lockdown for at least the next three weeks. In an announcement made Monday, the nearly one million citizens of San Francisco were notified by their mayor that, quote, the city will legally prohibit residents from leaving their homes except to meet basic needs, including visiting the doctor or buying groceries or medicine until at least April 7th. The city's mayor added that, quote, this is going to be a defining moment for our city. We all have a responsibility to do our part to protect our neighbors and slow the spread of this virus by staying at home unless it is absolutely essential to go outside. Hey, while you're at it, San Francisco, there's a lot of empty WeWork buildings up there and also a lot of homeless people. So why don't you put the homeless people in the WeWork buildings, mm -hmm. give them some shelter. There you so go. They're not out there. Uh, I think that's a great diseases. idea. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. So anyway, how has our country been reacting to the news that people might need to start sacrificing some of their daily routines and common luxuries? Not great. Well, like we said at the start of this episode, things have not been going great. No. Not great at all. In a shocking revelation that absolutely no one could have seen coming from a mile away, turns out that a lot of Americans are fucking stupid and think they're invincible and think this virus is just a hoax. Or they're just so confident in their American exceptionalism that they think everything that's being discussed on the news, through press conferences, and from doctors and experts is just a complete overreaction. More people die from car accidents. Why me worry? Our culture here, it's definitely tied to the whole, if you can't see it, doesn't exist mentality. And it's going to literally take people losing their loved ones before a lot of them start taking any of this seriously. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. We'll, we'll give you plenty of examples of America's, uh, America in general being terrible after we give a huge shout out to today's sponsor. And by the way, we just want to reiterate here that we are uh, very thankful that so far none of our sponsors have pulled their ads uh, because if we pull the ads, the virus wins. So <laughs> yeah. appreciate you. Uh, luckily, a majority of our sponsors either exist solely online or are mail order brands, which uh, actually going to turn out to be quite useful during this outbreak. So uh, thank you so much for today's sponsor, Honey. Listen, we are all self-isolating. So pretty much the only safe way to go shopping right now is online. Mm -hmm. Why not make your online shopping experience a little bit cheaper by checking out Honey? Honey is the free online shopping tool that saves you money by automatically finding the best promo codes and applying them to your cart. Imagine that you're shopping on one of your favorite sites, I don't know, Target, Best Buy, Sephora, Macy's, eBay, Etsy, Walmart, and so on and so on and so on. And when you check out, look, this little box drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds for it to scan for every promo code on the entire internet and then watch those prices drop. We use Honey all the time. It just, it just sits there in your browser waiting to pounce on a deal Recently, we've been uh, attempting to stop up, stock up on essentials. Yeah. Honey has helped to make sure that we're getting the best deal possible when we're ready to check out. And it's not just us. 
Honey has found its over 18 million members over $2 billion in savings, and because of that, they've received over 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It's free to use, and it installs in just two clicks. So get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash itdaily. That is joinhoney.com slash itdaily, or just click the link down in the description below. Uh, thank you for sponsoring the show. We appreciate it. Now let's get back into the news and finally uh, go ahead and check in on how people are responding to the news that they should practice social di distancing and self-isolation. Well, here's a great example of what not to do provided by the local government in North Carolina, which was literally holding a meeting regarding COVID-19 while passing one or two microphones around to each other and touching their faces and their mouths and then touching the microphones and then passing them over and over and over again. Just look at them go, completely oblivious to what they're doing. Truly a sign to behold. But while making mistakes, it's normal. We yeah. all do it, sometimes not on camera. Yeah. Not everyone can be faulted for screwing up and accidentally touching their face or forgetting not to touch things without washing your hands afterwards. Some people, though, are completely throwing caution to the fucking wind, and literally they're just putting themselves directly in the crosshairs by not only continuing their lives as if nothing has changed, but doing exactly the opposite of what health experts and now even the president have been advising over the past couple of days. Uh, most notably, the entire godforsaken state of Florida. Oh, literally ground zero. It's going to be ground zero in all of this when it's said and done. Yeah. So the state of Florida seems to be on a uh, suicide kamikaze mission with this virus outbreak. Not only is Florida filled to the brim with aging retirees, but as a whole, they are the state that has seemingly laughed in everyone's face in regards to flattening the curve. Now, we already told you about how they're the only state so far that has confirmed that there will be no postponing those elections. But aside from that, it seems like the state is doing everything it can to actually spread the virus farther and faster than anyone else. We're going to be the best, damn mm -hmm. it. A Tampa Bay Area church called The River and their hideously ugly pastor, Rodney Howard Brown, uh, they announced that they would not be closing their doors because they're not pansies. And to further prove how uh, not scared they are, a video of the church was posted showing the pastor instructing attendees to just go ahead and start hugging, greeting, and handshaking everyone around him. It's just a room packed full of people, shaking hands, giving hugs, big old hugs, just crammed in all together, and him being like, the safest place you could possibly be is in this church with everyone here right now. And we're not pansies, so we're keeping those doors open. Yeah. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. And sure. I think the Lord's about to do a lot of taketh-thing. Yeah. Uh, Disney, who had almost immediately closed down their theme parks in California, they decided to keep Florida's Walt Disney World open to the public throughout the entire weekend for some reason. And there is certainly no shortage of photos showing thousands upon thousands of attendees crammed into every nook and cranny of that theme park all the way through late Sunday night. Shoulder to shoulder, <laughs> chin to chin, hand yeah. to hand. And of yeah. course... Uh, here's some video and photos of Clearwater Beach in Florida, which is packed with vacationing families, locals, and college students just having a blast while on spring break. <laughs> Not a care in the world, just hanging out very, very closely with friends and complete strangers alike. Swimming in the water next to each other, sharing drinks and riffs from the bong. Probably some indiscriminate fucking going on as well. <laughs> yeah. Good wow. times, Florida. Thank you. There was a bunch of dudes out in the ocean just like, fuck Corona! Woo! <laughs> Finally, the warriors against the coronavirus have shown their faces. Yeah. Why didn't we think about insulting the virus? Yes. We already tried getting it to say the N-word. It didn't do that. It's too smart. We have to insult it. Yeah. Really bring the meanness out of it. Do we talk about Kid Rock? <laughs> oh, no. I ha what, what happened with Kid Rock? Oh, so... Uh... 
I think it's uh, Nashville, the uh, you know the old strip in Nashville with all the fun. Oh, the honky tonk bars. Yeah, all the honky tonk bars. Uh, they were ordered to, uh, you know, said no more bar service. Like yeah. in many places, like here in LA, we don't have bars for like at least the next month. Oh, a couple of bars uh, tried to say that they were restaurants, and but but they've all shut down now too. Yeah. Nice yeah. try. So the Nashville, they, they tried that. And uh, several of those bars, including Kid Rock's bar, said, this is unconstitutional. We're staying open. You're going to have to send the National Guard down here to shut us down. Don't you know I was supposed to lead that parade? Yeah. And also yesterday, I mean, this is all before Donald Trump came out and actually said the right thing yeah. about this. Yeah. Uh, Sheriff David Clark, uh, one oh of my the worst God. people around. Just Dude, an absolute terrible yeah, person. It, he was saying that like this is uh, a, an, an obvious attack on capitalism and that it is a, every like, American's duty to go out to bars, go and to restaurants. Go to schools and yeah. demand they open up, go yeah. to church. Those tweets were removed from by Twitter. I reported for, them for, for self-harm. For, yeah, for <laughs> spreading misinformation. Yeah, I reported those tweets and I felt very satisfied in my decisions. Great to see that Twitter took action on that. Yep. What a fucking moron. Yep. Anyways, there are other assholes in the news, though. And by now, you've probably already heard about the people across North America who've been called out, shamed, and named for buying up every little bit of supplies that they can get their hands on so that they can go resell it online in person or otherwise for enormously jacked up prices. Mostly this has just been social media shaming with plenty of photos popping up from around the country of people walking out of stores with multiple carts filled with items like hand sanitizer, toilet paper, water, and other non-perishable food items. But one young entrepreneur who had no shame in his supply flipping game actually did an interview with the New York Times over the weekend. And uh, you should really go read the whole thing for yourself, but it was a, it was a doozy. No self-awareness. No. And uh, no remorse. Yeah. Well... Family man, family business. Two brothers in Tennessee say they saw the writing on the wall about two weeks ago. They knew that people were going to start freaking out as the coronavirus spread across America and that panic buying would ensue. So what did Matt and Noah Colvin do? They did what any red-blooded capitalist bunch of fuckboys would do. They drove around their home state of Kentucky. No, no, Tennessee and Kentucky. Oh, they drove around Kentucky and uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Buying up every single bottle of hand sanitizer and every box of sanitizing wipes that they could in order to bring home a massive stock of product that they could then resell to eager consumers for multiple times the retail price. All in all, they brought home around 18,000 bottles of hand sanitizer ready to be sold on sites like Amazon where the sellers can control the price that they want their items to go for. Quote, Mr. Colvin said he had posted 300 bottles of hand sanitizer and immediately sold them all for between $8 and $70 each, multiples higher than what he had bought them for. To him, quote, it was crazy money. <laughs> well, how could I not do it? Well, luckily, price gouging is against the law, and it didn't take long for at least Amazon to take action. The online retailer pulled all of his items and suspended his accounts, warning him and others like him that they would completely delete their accounts if they kept up the damn price gouging. So, Thank you, Amazon. I know. <laughs> but uh-oh, he was now sitting on over 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer with nowhere to sell it for a fat profit. What the hell was he supposed to do? Just give it away? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he was supposed to do. And, but don't go assuming that this guy is a saint for his blissful change of heart. He literally started donating all these products to local churches and other charitable organizations. But only after both his eBay and Amazon accounts were fully shut down and after he'd received an official cease and desist from the Tennessee State Attorney General. There was literally nothing else he could do except for donate it and pray for leniency and pray for the world to forgive him. I don't. When we don't. Yeah. No, he was forced to give that stuff up. The state came in and they were like, buddy, you have like one option here. 
Are these the guys who were keeping it all in a storage locker? Yeah, their storage locker information got out. They were getting knocks on their door, phone yeah. calls, pizzas delivered, all this Good. stuff. Why would you Fuck do these it? guys. If you're a terrible person like this, why would you gloat about your exploits? Yeah, why would you do an interview with uh, the paper of record in yeah. the United States? Uh, don't be like the Colvin brothers. You know, in the rare chance that you actually see hand sanitizer or toilet paper on the shelves, please just buy what you need and nothing more. Yeah, please. And at, at this point, I wouldn't even say... Because some people are like, oh, the, I had the full intention of buying all this and giving it to the church or giving it to people. It's like, don't even do that because you're going to get in a fight in the parking lot. Yeah. Just get what you need. No. Moving on now, though, if you're like the rest of us normal people, and you you are because you watch this show. Yeah. No weirdos allowed. No. You're going to be faced with the reality that you are um, not really leaving the house for a while. No. So what the hell are you going to do with all your free time now? Well, of course, there's video games. Call of Duty Warzone was just released. And we've been playing the hell out of that. Uh, this Friday, Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing New Horizons, the two genders, will both be released. <laughs> yeah. The two games that couldn't be further <laughs> apart on the gaming spectrum. Uh, coming out on the same day during what is probably going to become a nationwide quarantine. It's kind of perfect in a depressing way. No contact with the outside world, but, you know, doing we, kind of fine. Anyway. Both, both genders are taken care of. Yeah. The people who like life simulator games and the people who like run-and-gun FPS ultra-violent shooters. The yeah. two genders. I was just thinking today, if, I mean, like, I, everything's going to be fine if people do what they're supposed to do. But if there are power outages and internet outages... Oh, that's going to be fucked. I, I worry. People are going to be at their wit's end. And a lot of people have been buying guns. The, <laughs> yeah. the, the there's lines, lines around the corner yeah. here in L.A. Like, you, I mean, if you don't live in California, you probably think it's a bunch of, like, kombucha sipping uh, mm -hmm. pansies over here. No. Like, like that Florida church man probably says. But, a Californian uh, with a gun is a psychopath. Uh, gun ownership in Los Angeles, there are millions of guns here. And as of this past week, probably a few million more. Guess uh, what? You know what the worst part about that is? Everyone that just bought a gun can't even go practice. I know. <laughs> There's going to be accidents. It's, oh, uh, yeah. Like the gun stores just in like in like Culver City, just yeah. very safe like yeah. neighborhoods. Just lines down the street of people loading up for the worst case scenario. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We said buy bidets, and now they're gone. You know what you should buy now? Books. You should get books before books are gone. I, luckily for me, I have a bad habit of buying books and not reading them. Yeah. So I got enough books to last me uh, quite a while. My wife's got at least three months worth of fantasy novels for me to read. Nice. Just young adult fantasy <laughs> novels. I can't wait to dive into those universes. Cool. Sarah J. Mar, Maz, Mars. Someone out there knows what I'm talking about. Anyways, in addition to some of the bigger networks, uh, or in addition to games, some of the bigger networks are ste stepping things up. Starting with Disney who probably <laughs> feel bad that they almost certainly caused hundreds of new infections by keeping their parks open. There are blood on your hands, Mickey. Yeah, so they went ahead and released Frozen 2 straight to Disney Plus a couple of months before it was supposed to appear on the streaming platform. And we're still holding out a bit of hope that they just make the same decision for Marvel's New Mutants, because why the hell not? Yeah. Just release it right now. Just do it. Universal, on the other hand, they uh, have actually sort of done that with some of their new movies. They've announced that recent releases like The Invisible Man and The Hunt will be available now on home VOD. Good, because I, I wanted to see both those movies, and I was like, well, I guess I never will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, guess I'll just die. Yeah. Uh, also, their upcoming family-friendly movie, uh, Trolls World Tour, that's going to be released straight to v VOD on the day that it was scheduled to premiere in theaters. But all, all of these titles, they're kind of expensive. They're going to be available for $19.99. And yeah, that's uh, kind of a lot. 
but also not really, considering yeah. you get to watch them at home in their brand new movies. Yeah. Realistically, Universal might have to cough up some money to theater chains for this move, and depending on the reality of how well these are received or how well they're not received, uh, they could be taking a huge loss. So the pricing, I, I don't know, I think it makes sense. Yeah, that's but... fine. You get, like, two or three people. It's already cheaper than going to the theater. Specifically so... for, like, Trolls World Tour, like, an entire family watching it for 20 bucks is a bargain compared yeah. to going to the theater. In addition to traditional media trying to salvage a bad situation, musicians are now taking advantage of live streaming platforms to perform for their fans over the internet. Obviously, almost all live concerts have been canceled for the foreseeable future because of the pandemic, so it makes perfect sense for a band or a DJ to just perform live online despite there being no actual people physically in the crowd. Mm -hmm. Over the weekend, numerous DJs have taken to their home studios to connect with fans. Uh, metal band Code Orange actually performed a show in a venue to a crowd of no one, uh, but they streamed it directly to Twitch. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, tomorrow on St. Patrick's Day, the Dropkick Murphys will be performing live on YouTube and Twitch so that fans from around the world can get together and celebrate the holiday with them while safely in the comfort of their own homes. Their uh, post about it was, we haven't missed a St. Patrick's Day show in 26 years. <laughs> we'll be damned and, if we <laughs> And we're not going to start now. It's, yeah, it's the biggest day of the year. Yeah, shipping off to Boston. I lost oh. my leg. <laughs> uh, we're really excited for it, as you can tell. Uh, and we'll leave links in the description below to all of Dropkick Murphy's social accounts so you can check it out. Or, or you can just join us right here on this channel tomorrow because... We're going to be doing the same damn thing, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern, a.k.a. 1 p.m. Pacific. If you live somewhere else, you'll figure it out. Yeah. 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, tomorrow, Tuesday, we're going to be doing a St. Patrick's Day stream so that uh, all of us, you, me, Elliot, and uh, hopefully a couple of guests yeah. on our stream can just hang out, have a bunch of beer, have a bunch of fun conversation, and all be dealing with this quarantine situation yeah. together. The cool thing is uh, no one's working, so a lot of our friends are free to join us uh, yeah. for this live stream. So they're, yeah. they're not doing anything. No. I don't think they And are. we'll, so. we'll uh, be the nice guys and throw them a bit of money for uh, appearing yeah. as well so they can yeah. uh, not get kicked out of their homes. Mm -hmm. Anyways, the stream, we're going to do it for about three hours, so starting at 1, uh, going till 4 or 4 to 7. Uh, and because of that, our stream will lead directly into the Dropkick Murphys live performance. So when our stream is ending, we're going to stay on and direct everyone via links to the best place to watch their performance, whether it's YouTube or Twitch. We will spam the chat with links, and then we will all go together yeah. to party with the Dropkick Murphys. So remember, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, tomorrow, a.k.a. Tuesday, a.k.a. St. Patrick's Day. Get some beer delivered. Yeah. Come hang out with us, and then we will all go rock out to Dropkick Murphys together. I... I think it's going to be a really fun time so thank you we'll see you there yes uh in the meantime if you have nothing else to do we got two episodes for you to watch over here yeah guess what they're about yeah you could probably guess <laughs> stay safe out there everyone tell your idiot parents that it's not a hoax yeah god god damn it